Welcome to the Manners Podcast, where our host, Joey Ferjanic, lead pastor of the Block Church in Philadelphia, is teaching on how to be a biblical man. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Manners. Let's go. How to act like a man. Uh, my name is Joey, and I've got my co-host, Xavier Jackson. What up, what up? Anyway, uh, so let's get into it today. Yeah, I'm we're we're going to title this uh, episode, The Talk. Mm. We're going to dive into some some topics around sex and sexuality. You've got a lot of data, yeah. a, a lot of stuff on, on sex and yep. porn and yep. uh, different things like that that I know a bunch of guys are, are walking through. So yeah. why don't you kick us off yep. and uh, kind of le- begin the conversation sure. when it comes to this stuff? Yeah, let me uh yeah, let me just start with saying, you know, for somebody who didn't necessarily uh grow up in church or with a kind of uh biblical viewpoint around sex and uh marriage and all those different things. Uh so like I I didn't really know like uh sex outside of marriage, sex um I didn't know sex in its proper context. Yeah. And uh, uh I grew up in a household single mom, right? Four kids and things like that. And so I just And to, to stop you, yeah. most people don't whether they're in church or not. It's so true. it happens in a couple ways in church. Uh either it's taught appropriately yep. and with grace and love um and from a place of redemption uh or it's taught from a place of fear yep. and extreme prevention uh with not a lot of scriptural context and and help. So yep. there's not a, not a lot in, in the middle or I guess the third part of it is or it's not taught at all because the church is just don't want to talk about anything hard and don't want to lose yep, anybody. It's true. And I, I think um, we're, we're very unkind when we don't teach this kind it's of true. stuff because this helps people flourish and yep. uh, and live an abundant life. Yep. The Bible has a ton to say about sex, sexuality. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, I just want to give that sure. caveat. You know, yeah. I, you know, not most people aren't very biblically it's true. literate, especially even in the church. And yep. so when you have pastors, youth pastors, yep. kids pastors, uh, or even senior pastors that the majority of pastors today don't even have a biblical worldview. Yep. We are headed towards utter decadence and destruction. It's true. Uh, which is which is where we're headed. Yep. Right? Which, which is it's actually, we as a nation are like, uh, unfortunately, we're like a speeding airplane that just hasn't yep. blown up and hit the we ground We are yet. seeing the consequences and results because yep. of that. And uh, yeah, and so, you know, to that, I think for, you know, a majority, a large portion of my life, you know, I was fighting uh, for purity, fighting for uh, what it means to uh, be a man and, and uh, to honor God mm-hmm. uh, within my uh, relationships, uh, sexually, all those different things. And so uh, I just want to give that that first uh, prelude kind of for any guy who may be uh, listening to this or anybody who may be listening to this, uh, you know, fight for it. We're going to share, shed some light. I'm going to share some, some data and stuff on it, uh, but it is possible for your life uh, to to know about it. In the Not only is, is it possible to have the knowledge and to be victorious, yep. but you don't have to live in guilt, exactly. condemnation, good. and fear. Yep. That's not what's promised to you. Exactly. Victory, abundant life is Come on. promised to you. So Come on. Anyway, I say all that to say yes. this. What, what do you got? Let me give you uh, a scripture, um, you know, just around uh, sex and, and sexual immorality. And Paul, uh, he's writing to uh, the Corinthian church who is uh, Wild. S- struggling, yeah. with, uh, Wild. struggling uh, with this thing. But it's important to 
know, this is what he says. He says, flee from sexual immorality. This is first, first Corinthians uh, chapter six, verse 18, flee from sexual immorality. Uh, all other sins a person commits are outside their body. Uh, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. And uh, that's just so good. It, it says, Paul's elaborating on this thought that it not only affects uh, the outward, but it also affects the inward, so which is why we see a ripple effect in the yeah. consequences of today's day and age. Hurt when your we, soul. Exactly. And it, and it affects other people. Exactly. And so uh, I just kind of want to uh, talk to you, uh, you know, around just how common, um, you know, this sexual uh, immorality or these uh, sexual temptations or just around the kind of polluted um, day and age we live in as far as it pertains to sex. And uh, I want to talk to you. I I just want to give you some stats around Mm. pornography specifically. And uh, these are some wild stats. It just kind of shows you uh, just how uh, diluted our our culture has become. But uh, this is what it says. Uh, This stat is more than 40 million Americans are regular visitors to porn sites. Uh, The average visit uh, lasts about six minutes and 29 seconds. Uh, There are around 42 million porn sites. That's crazy. Around 42 million porn websites. Um, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Um, pornography, uh, use increases the marital infidelity rate by more than 300%. Say that again. Pornography use increases the marital infidelity rate by more than 300%. So people are seeing something and then they're chasing something that might reflect that because their marriage doesn't, they, Look for it, never yep. find it, but go outside their marriage to get yep. it. Crazy. It's, it's Crazy. terrible. 11, 11 years old of age is the average age that a child is first exposed to porn. And Sad. 94% of children will see porn by the age of 14. It's crazy. Uh, 56% of American uh, divorces involve one party having an obsessive interest in pornographic websites. Do you remember how old you were when you were first exposed? Yep, I was probably about 11, Yeah, 11 or 12. I, I was nine years old when I had a cousin try to show me yep. a, a magazine. Yep. Remember that? It's it's crazy. Uh, 70... Well, when, when there was magazines. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't back in that day I'm and age. pre-internet. I was not back in... That's how old I, I am. I definitely, yeah, it was, it was the internet. <laughs> but uh, 70%, this is crazy, 70% of Christian youth pastors report that they have had at least one teen come to them uh, for help in dealing with pornography in the past 12 months. Mm. Uh, 68% of church-going men and more than 50% of pastors view porn on a regular basis. Okay, so stop right there. Yep. We have to drop the stigma um, and stop being quiet about it. Yep. You know, we got to, we got to, this got to be conversation. More than half are dealing with it. So it it just, to keep quiet only creates more. It's true. Problems. It's why so we're talking true. about it because it's got to expand beyond listening or talk. You got to talk to people about it. You're not going to surprise somebody. You're not going to surprise your leader, your block, you know, your small group leader, your pastor when you bring this, you know, uh, to somebody safe. It's so true. It's so true. Um, let me give you just a couple more stats. Uh, 50 pa- 57% of pastors say a uh, porn addiction is the most damaging issue in their congregation. And 69% Jeez. say porn has adversely impacted the church. Uh, and then I'll, I'll, I'll end with this uh, stat right here. Uh, 
only 7% of pastors say uh, their church has a program uh, to help people struggling with pornography mm. or the ministry to mm. help people struggle uh, that struggle with pornography. Say that stat again. Yeah, only 7% of pastors say their church has a program to help people struggling good. with pornography. It's, I mean, that's not good, but it's good to think about. Maybe yep. that's something to consider. You know, I, I read this somewhere that that a lot of murderers or those in deep crime, oh. uh, it it begins a lot of the the axe murderers or the uh, yep. what do you call them when they uh, they repeat the murder um, uh, serial killers serial killers yep it, it, a lot of that they find is, is rooted in in sexual deviancy and and porn pornography it's so true it's so true and I think uh, just to kind of prove you know my kind of our stance in the beginning of just how uh, polluted and diluted the culture has become, this is why I share these stats, is that by access or people accessing these porn sites, these uh, thoughts, these things, that the temptation of sexual immorality and stuff is so widespread. Mm-hmm. It's in the church. It's in America. It's it's happening with children. It's mm-hmm. happening with adults. It's, it's Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a very clear attack on our children to yep. sexualize them when children aren't sexual. Yep, exactly. Uh, you know, yet, if you will, yep. thinking in that that direction. So it's a very clear demonic attack and stronghold in our culture, Yep. in our world. Yep, exactly. And I think that's why- And it's, it's a political movement at this juncture. 100%. And I think that's why it's so important for the church to help provide context, the framework of yeah, what it means uh, to act uh, sexually within the the context of a biblical worldview. You know, one man, one woman, one wife, one husband. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, this is the proper, uh, the proper context to which we should operate by. Yeah. And uh, I'm thankful, so thankful uh, that, you know, by my teenage years and getting plugged into the local church. And I, I began to learn these things as, as a man growing up mm. without it. Um, I'm so thankful that the church interceded, stepped in, yeah. uh, gave me advice, helped me navigate um, because who knows where my life would be. Yeah. Uh, it is a dangerous, dangerous sin to play with. Yeah, it is. I mean, obviously God's looking down. He, he sees, I mean, sin would be seen equal across the board. Yep. However, some sin has different kinds of consequences that affect different kinds yep. of people. It's true. You know, they say that, um, I heard this before, that that sex um, is is God's design inside the clean container mm. of marriage. Mm. You know how like you have food uh, or, or, and it just gets moldy yep. or it gets, or it's like in a particular container or a drink, yep. you know, it just gets gross after a while, whatever yep. it is, the clean container, the safe container, the, 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 the perfect, you know, lid, if yeah. you will, uh, on sex is, is best found in, a, in the clean container of marriage. That's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And, you know, I just want to say uh, to those who maybe they're struggling right now and uh, potentially feel like they're without hope. I know, PJ, you had mentioned it be, before in the beginning. You don't have to live with that shame. You don't have to stay in it. It's true. And uh, in Matthew, you know, 528, uh, Jesus says this. He says, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery within his heart. Yeah. And so- Which I means just, you're not alone. You're not alone. And that's what I want you to know is you're not alone. You're not alone in these battles and these struggles it's and true. these temptations. Um, you just you just have to take it upon yourself, the responsibility to- 
put yourself in a place where, man, I want to honor God uh, within within this particular subject. I want to learn uh, how to operate as a a Christ following yeah. man, you know, within this particular topic. And uh, and you can do it. And 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 God is going to lead you, uh, and He's going to guide you, and He's going to grace you. Uh, get some godly men in your life. Yeah, get some totally. accountability in your life. Um, but you're not alone. And I just want to I just want to let you know that. Yeah, and, we're, and look, I mean, if, you, if you're not a Christian, you're not a Christ follower, like, whatever, th- right. throw this out, li- right. live your life. We still think this is the best way, the Jesus yep. way. But if you, if, you, if you call yourself a Christ follower, like, this is what we do. This is who we are. Yeah. And like, you know, just like sex can produce children, sexual sin can produce, uh, can produce uh, bad spiritual fruit that attaches itself yep. to, to other people. And so to true. your offspring, if you will. And a lot of times sex gets defiled like inside marriage because um, because of baggage that was brought in before the marriage. True. And so then you have to work even harder on that sort of stuff um, to, to get to a place of, 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 I guess, where you want it to be. Yeah. It's pure and it's right and it's real, but some people struggle in their marriage even sexually or to yep. have sex. And so sometimes you have to kind of jump back into some of the patterns that you had in your past or mm. things that you, you're currently dealing with and, and work through some of that stuff to it's achieve, uh, you know, your, your best uh, sexual experience with your spouse. So good. So anyway, what else you got? Yeah, I, I have this scripture for us. You know, what's God's will? You know, uh, man, if you're, if you're a single man uh, struggling with this, um, you know, I just, I want to encourage you with this. Uh, this is First Thessalonians. And even if you're married and stuff as well, you know, nobody's exempt from these temptation, these lustful thoughts and stuff. But First Thessalonians chapter four, uh, verse three through five, it says this, it says, it is God's will uh, that you should be sanctified and that you Amen. should avoid uh, sexual immorality, that each each one of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable. Yeah. My, my body is a living sacrifice in every season of life and every aspect of life. And, and I'm going to use it to honor God. And self-control is a, is a great way that we can honor God using our bodies to honor him. We probably need to come back to porn at some point yeah. and, and hit that on another, you know, uh, just devote an entire... Yep. Uh, episode to it, yep. but they did a great job with some of the research. Yeah. Do you have anything else? I don't have anything uh, else. That's, so that's I, what I have for you. I want to like just take the, the the kind of the remainder of our time yeah. and go like, all right, what are some steps some some dudes can take to yeah. like live a life worthy of their calling, like yeah. live in holiness? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Uh, and I think I think there's probably some steps that we, we've all taken to yep. maximize. Um, our potential. Yep. yep. That's, what, that's what we're trying to do, right? If we're going to act like a man, manners, act like a man. Well, we've got to act like a man from God's perspective yep. and live a holy life. So first and foremost, you know, number one, we got to get to a place where we're going, all right, uh, guilt and shame, I'm putting it at the altar. I'm giving it to Jesus. Yep. Like, can't I can't own that and live with that forever. I'm a new yep. creation of Christ Jesus. Uh, when I ask for forgiveness, he's faithful and just yep. to forgive me of my sin, cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Like, you know, I'm, I'm in Christ, yep. right? Um, but you got to also be crucified with Christ. 100%. You got to then repent. And repentance is not a, a prayer you pray. It's a life you live. Come on. But it starts with a prayer you pray. Come on. Right? That's good. All right. So I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I'm saved. I ask for forgiveness. Jesus, lead my life. Okay, cool. Uh, 
now I'm going to go live a lifestyle of repentance. Yeah. I'm going to now go and do what? Talk to me. What are the things we do to live a lifestyle of repentance, particularly around this sort of uh, yeah. sin? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to get some accountability for check and checks okay. and boundaries in my life. How do you do that? Walk that out. Yep. So I'm going to reach out to some brothers. Uh, I'm going to reach out to a pastor. I'm going to reach out to a leader in the in my community in the church, and I'm going to say, Hey, you know, I'm I'm in this uh, relationship. Hey, I'm struggling with uh, this this sexual thing, this sexual temptation. Uh, man, would you would you um, you know would you be a part of? Can can I download this app and you be uh, uh, an observer of this app that you know prevents me and notifies you anytime I try to go to a porn website or yeah. something like that. Uh, can I reach out to you? That'll you have, kill your pride real quick yep, when somebody's it, getting an email 100%. Uh, for sites you've been to. Yep. But hey, that's how you are crucified with Christ. exactly the pride's got to die anyway. <laughs> it has to. Uh, PJ, you have full reign, you know, to to reach out to me, uh, brother. You have full reign to reach out to me and check in on me and ask me specific questions, you know, in regards to, hey, uh, are you are you fighting for your purity? Are mm -hmm. you staying sexual? So so that's one thing I'm going to do for sure. Another thing I'm going to do for sure is I'm going to watch my intake of what I'm consuming uh, on my phone okay. and my, my TVs and things like that. So that's a great point. Everyone should kind of say this, write this down. You got to guard the gates. That's good. I heard this, uh, I think it was, uh, I was, I was preaching at, at Gateway Church. I was doing like their youth camp down oh, wow. in Texas one time. And, and I, they were teaching about this, like leading up to it. Yeah. And they were teaching their youth this, guard your gates. What are your gates? Uh, your gates are your eyes, yep. your ears, and your gates are what you put in your body. That's good. And so, because obviously like, hey, if you, if you drink something, right, and, yep. and you get you know, inebriated and you're, you're drunk or something, it's going to affect, or you smoke weed and you're not there, yep. right? It's going to affect your decision-making. Yep. So you got to guard your gates. So control what you put in your body. Yep. Um, and then, and then also like, again, your eyes and your ears. So what I watch matters. Yep. The more I watch something, if I'm constantly watching something, even if it's a show, it's constantly alluding to, yep. you know, nudity or sexual activity. Yep. That that culture is going to begin to yep. fester in your life and your mind. Then you got to guard your ears, yep. because if I'm constantly listening to, you know, music, you know, sexified music, yep. is that the right? Is that right? <laughs> it's, it's the right one for right now. Yeah. You know, particularly when you're when you're single, yeah, um, or, or when you're in gate or even even when you're married of course there's a, there's a place for all that stuff but yep. i'm just saying i got to guard what goes in my ears i got to guard what goes in my eyes i got to guard what goes into my into my body yep it, it because because what is it my body's the temple of the holy spirit come on and so i i I've, I've got these gates come on that i'm guarding so that the holy spirit is and he'll tell me hey i'm uncomfortable with that i've been, i've watched a show before yep. and there was a there's a popular show on netflix lauren and i were watching it and I just felt like the Holy Spirit was like, I'm not comfortable watching this anymore. Mm. Mm. I'm feeling him go, I'm not comfortable. Yep. So, you know what I did? I stopped the show. It's good. I've, I've got those, you, you got these built-in Holy Spirit, like, yep. you know, blinkers. Yep. Um, I'm listening to something, you know, nothing wrong with secular music, but like, I can hear the Holy Spirit going, I don't want to listen to this anymore. Yep. yep. You know, it, 
it's a factor. It's good. It's so good. You guys say something? No. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're uh, missing some of our chemistry a whole week off. You don't know what I'm going to talk. Well, you know, I just, I, I bring in, you know, all this good content, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you feel, you feel the pressure, but, um, you know, I think, I think that, uh, Guys, uh, specifically, uh, if you're in romantic relationships, if you're dating somebody, I know Pastor Joey, Pastor Lauren talked a little bit about this and these boundaries and things in the summer, summer mm-hmm. love uh, series and stuff. But, uh, you know, create some checks and balances within those relationships and that dynamic as well. Uh, don't be alone uh, with your the person you're dating and stuff like that. Uh, in a home together, you know, yeah. in, in certain places. Particularly as the sun goes down. Yes, as the sun goes down, nothing good happens after midnight <laughs> is, is what uh, PJ says all the time. Uh, dates is cool. All that stuff is cool. Um, but but just guard yourself. Just really guard yourself. Guard the gates. That's so good. Um, and and also, I, I just want to say as well is um, for, uh, what was I just going to say? Oh my gosh. Well, while you're thinking of it, yes. what we'll do is we'll add some resources, particularly to guard around pornography and some of those things. We'll add some of those resources in the description and yeah. in, in some of the comments. Do you have it yet? I have it. All right, go ahead. Also, this is what I wanted to say. Uh, sex is not bad. Yeah. Sex is not bad. Uh, it is good, but it is good within the confines yeah. of the the context. Yeah, we can't view content. it as like this is this is gross and bad. Even when you're single, if you view it as like, hey, this is this is gross and this is bad, the gross, bad, and then all of a sudden you get married and you're like, yep. how do you switch that? Yep. No, it's good. It's good. Yep. It's just got to be at the right time in the right place. It's good. All right, question. You're a guy and you're married uh, and you're struggling, mm. um, you know, with a porn issue or something like that in your marriage. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you're like when you're married. You got to share the same bank accounts, yep. all these different things. Like there should be yep. no, you should, she should be able to pick up your phone, yep. you know, and whatever. And the more confident she is, the less she's going to bother you about some yep. of those things. That's your job to breathe confidence in her. However, like if you're struggling with something, do you go to your spouse immediately? Mm. Or is there room to go get some help in another place before you approach her? Yeah, I think, I think that I'm going to, I think I, I think you definitely should, if you can, go to your spouse immediately. Okay. I think I think so. Um, however, if you feel like it is something that you just cannot uh, approach your spouse spouse with, you know, right away, you definitely need to go get some help. Go talk to a pastor, a leader, a brother um, who's going to hold you accountable. You you gotta know your spouse, yep. and you gotta know what she can handle. And yep. and for some, we, I've certainly advised some guys. Hey, I'm not sure based on the based on the, um, I, I guess, based on the strength of the current relationship, yep. I think if you went to her with this issue right now, um, without getting some help and some advice, yep. uh, or even a plan, it might crush her. Yep. So yep. you got to know your spouse. That's good. Okay. Even, even, I mean, God forbid, God forbid, uh, you cheat on your spouse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at some point, they got to know. Yep. And I'm not saying 10 years later. Right. But you might need some help. Yep. Uh, formulating that communication. Yep. Going and bringing that and surrendering it to a yep. pastor or brother, asking, like, I, I've got to yep. make that. What is the right plan yep. uh, to do that? That's good. You and know, that's ASAP help. Yeah. ASAP help. <laughs> ASAP, ASAP help. help. I'm just saying, yeah. Yep. I think it is fair to go, okay, hey, yep. I really, really, really messed up. I want to yep. save my marriage. Yep. You know, can, can, I know I've got to go my wife. Definitely. My wife, you know, it's just, you got to know your spouse Definitely. on some of that that's stuff. Good. So, anyway. Um, 
all right, l- l- some closing thoughts here. Yeah. Let, let's let's finish. This is probably our longest episode, but yeah, I, it you is. know, it's it's the heaviest yeah. deal. So um sexuality dealt with it in the summer love series. We talked about homosexuality. We talked about transgenderism. Yep. We'll get to that in another episode, but yeah. like, you know, Bible's clear on this stuff. Yeah. Um, particularly when it comes to uh, homosexuality and engaging uh, with the same sex. Mm. One thing I want to say is, is it's not sin to be attracted to the same sex. Yeah. Uh, that's part of the fall. Mm. Could be part of abuse, could be part of a, a myriad of scenarios. Mm. It is sin to act and live out that yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. And so if you're struggling with that or dealing with that or have had experiences, uh, again, another thing to submit because yeah. our sexuality has to bow at the supremacy That's good. of Jesus Christ. It's good. And it affects all of us. It does. Everybody knows somebody going through that. Um, so I think in conclusion, the best thing that we can do is find some Christ-like community. Amen. Some brothers that can rally around us who aren't going to judge us um, in the sense of making us feel over, overwhelming uh, overwhelming condemnation or fear. Right. And just say, I, wanna, I want Jesus to get the best from Come my on. life. Help me do this. And then for some, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a process. It's Being good. single could be somebody's life journey and ministry. Yeah. Got to have people around you to do it. So that's our encouragement as we yeah. close. Get some brothers in your life. If you don't have some brothers, reach out to us. We'd love to connect you with some. Let's so. do it. I hope this helped. Yeah. I think it was Hopefully. good. And uh, if you like this stuff, if you if you need in this content, then would you like and subscribe? Like, and comment, subscribe. Share. And, share it. Uh, all the things uh, that would help us get the message out or go back to the other episodes and do the same. Uh, we love you, men. Let's keep acting like men. Let's have some manners. Let's go. And we'll see you very soon. Thanks for listening. If this was helpful to you, give a good review and subscribe to The Block Church's YouTube channel. For more information about The Block Church, visit theblockchurch.org. We'll see you next time on Manners, How to Act Like Biblical Men.